Hey guys, welcome back to the Happy, Healthy, and Hungry podcast. This week is super exciting because it is the first official podcast episode, and I'm super excited to be recording it. I'm going to be talking about being realistic with our fitness goals and being realistic with how we go about achieving those goals. This could also be applied to any goal, really. Um, Some of the points that I have written down are more specific to fitness goals, but you can always take what you want and leave what you don't want and apply it to different goals um, outside of fitness. But before I get into that, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an update of what's been going on in my life this past week. As many of you guys know, um, it has been a hectic week related to school for much of the world, actually, um, due to the coronavirus. And my school, as of right now, of course, this will probably change um, within the next couple of days. But as of right now, we are going online for just one week, which is the week right after spring break, which is spring break for my school is this next week. Um, and... I think that it's tough for everyone because the teachers have to put in so much extra time to figure out what they're doing for the online part because obviously they've set up their program or like their, uh, I don't know what you call it, like their schedule for the semester. They've based it on being in school the entire time, obviously. And so trying to figure out how to work labs and in-class stuff that we have to do in person with our teachers, trying to figure that out and trying to be able to get the lectures recorded for us. We also are possibly going to be doing like video chat online, like classroom type deal. Yeah, it's kind of um, nerve-wracking and especially for me being a person who is very structured as many of you guys probably know um, I'm so structured and I plan everything out in advance and I like to follow the plan and so having to fly by the seat of my pants is kind of like a tough thing for me to do so this is definitely testing my ability to do that but yeah so that was another big like thing that we had to focus on this last week even though we did have a couple of tests and we had to like try and get ahead in some of our classes um we also were having like the teachers were having a bunch of meetings about how we're gonna move forward and we all were having to like clear everything out of the building because they have to do like this big sanitation and yeah so that was a lot of what was consuming my week this past week. Um, I think it's necessary though. I mean, I think it's um, important for us all to do our part in like helping diminish the number of cases. And I think that even though it may not affect us as much and we may get sick, but not like that sick from the coronavirus, I still think it's important that we are like responsible and realize that we can spread it to people and we don't even realize that we're doing it. So yeah, I think that it's definitely necessary for us to like take precautions and all that kind of stuff and for them to like sanitize the school and do all that kind of stuff. 
Um, it's just really stressful in a program when you, um, when everything like builds on top of itself and when you kind of have to rely on actually learning the information to be able to, um, move to the next stuff. But yeah, so with that being said, I also wanted to just say, I know that the majority of people that listen to this podcast right now are people who... I am like friends with or you know are a part of my life and I just want to say like thank you to all you guys because I honestly am doing this obviously to help you guys and it's something that I'm really excited about but it's also something that is way out of my comfort zone as many of you guys probably know and I did not expect this many people to be this excited about it and so I just want to say thank you to everyone who has like reached out to me and everyone who's so excited about me doing this because it honestly means a lot to me and it makes me feel like even more validated in that this is like something that I am excited to do and yeah so I just am really grateful for all of the support from everyone and I it made it a lot easier on me to to be able to continue to do this and step out of my comfort zone because I know that people are actually excited (laughs) to um, listen to this and so yeah I just wanted to say thank you. So without further ado, now we're going to get into the topic of the podcast, which is being realistic with our fitness goals. And I have kind of just given myself an outline. That way I'm able to gather my thoughts and give you guys the information that I intend to, because I feel like if I didn't give myself an outline, like I said, I'm so structured, but if I didn't give myself an outline, I feel like I'd go off on a tangent and then I'd finish the podcast and be like, oh my gosh, there are five things I totally forgot. But I have written down 10 things and they kind of all go together and some of them are kind of repetitive, I guess, maybe. Um, But I have 10 things of how to help yourself be more realistic with your fitness goals. And we're just going to jump right into it with the first one, which is comparison. I wrote down comparison to others or to our past self. And I think that the biggest tip I have about this is... I am totally someone who compares myself to my past self, which is, I don't know, tough to admit because everyone wants to think that, everyone wants everyone else to think that they are confident in themselves or that they don't compare themselves, but the majority of us do. And so this is something that I need to work on as well. Um... But I know a lot of people will like look at other people on like Instagram or Facebook or even just in real life, their friends and be like, oh, I wish I looked like her. I wish I could do that or, you know, whatever. And I find myself doing that with my past self. So like I look back at how I was when I first started college and like my freshman and sophomore year of college. And I was like running a six minute mile. I was lifting just as heavy, if not heavier than I am right now. And I weighed like 25, like 20 to 25 pounds less than I do now. And I find myself constantly comparing myself back to that version of myself and being like, oh, if only I could look like how I did 
whenever I first started college or if only I could be as in shape as I was when I first started college. And that's a good thing maybe to have as a goal. Um, But at the same time, I think the more we look at it negatively and the more we wish, oh, I wish I had that or oh, I wish I was like that, the more it turns our mindset about our current body and our current fitness, whatever, it makes us more negative and have a whole negative mindset about how we are right now. And I think the overlying theme that you guys will probably see from all of these is just accepting yourself for where you're at right now. And I think that there's nothing wrong with having a goal or maybe even having a goal that's a very lofty goal. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think that when we are constantly like dragging ourselves down or constantly comparing ourselves to others or to our past self, then we're constantly putting a negative light on where we are right now. And most likely that's going to keep bringing us down as opposed to helping us get towards that goal, if that makes sense. And I think also with comparing ourselves to others, that's like a huge thing. I know a lot of like Instagram influencers and YouTubers and that kind of stuff or those kind of people um, talk a lot about how everyone's unique and when you compare yourself to others, you're comparing yourself to someone who's, you're never going to look like them. And so, yeah, that's another thing. Just, I know a lot of people have been like really harping on that um, as of recently on social media, but it is another thing that, Sometimes, even though we hear it, we don't really let it sink in. And just recognizing that you are where you're supposed to be. And whether you're unhappy with that or not, like it all has its own place in your life and God's plan for you. So just like accepting where you are right now and not dragging yourself down of where you are right now. Like, for example, I can't do (laughs) pull-ups and I used to be able to do so many pull-ups and I have been doing CrossFit for two months or so now and I still could not do pull-ups and I was like I feel like I'm like almost there and I'm not that much weaker than I was before whenever I could do so many pull-ups but I could not do them and I don't know what it was and Finally, one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get up there and I'm going to do pull-ups. And I did four. And I was so proud of myself. I did four sets of four pull-ups. And that's not even close to what I used to be able to do. But just not comparing myself. Like I felt like I was always comparing myself. Like, oh, I used to be able to do 10 pull-ups and I can't even do one now. And the day that I finally was like, okay, who cares? You can't do pull-ups. Like, It is what it is. You'll get back to it. Like just keep working on it and keep working on your strength and um, all that kind of stuff. And then one day it just like happened. And so I think that the more we don't focus on the negative and the more that we stop like comparing ourselves and just focus on making ourselves better that day and taking it step by step as opposed to like always constantly looking at the end goal then the better we are going to, like the more progress we're going to make and the better we're going to feel about ourselves in the process, which is all that really matters. Um, I know there's like one quote that 
I don't know it a hundred percent for sure, but it says something to the fact of like, um, like stop focusing on the past or focusing on the future because all you have right now is the present and the moment you're in. And that's so true. Like the more we focus on just being happy and accepting ourselves as we are in this present present moment, the more happy we're just going to be in life in general. And um, yeah, so that is all I'm going to say about that one. Um, the second one is impatience. And this may not be a problem for everyone, but this is... I'm a very impatient person and it's something that I have to work on and I try to work on, um, but I'm just naturally not very patient. And I think that I fall into the category of having a goal and then working towards that goal and expecting to have met the goal within a month. And that's not realistic, especially if, like I said, you have those like loftier goals that are like almost a little bit on the borderline of being unattainable, but, you know, something that's going to be, take a long time. Um, typically the higher you shoot, the longer it's going to take for you to reach that goal. And so I think it's important. I always try and tell myself to just be patient. And like I said before, just focus on being happy in the present moment and focus on like doing your best every single day and you'll eventually get there. I think that we always think it's going to take so much longer or we get like partly into the process. Let's say you have like a weight loss goal and you want to lose 10 pounds and you're two months in and you've lost three pounds, but you feel like you've put in so much work and you've been doing this, like working so hard, but you've only lost three pounds and you feel like you should already be at the 10 pounds. Um, just recognizing that like, wow, I've already lost three pounds. If I keep doing this, I will eventually get to the 10 pounds, but it's just going to take me longer than I originally thought. And I, th I think that's something that a lot of people probably experience not just myself but I definitely am <laughs> definitely very impatient and so it's something that I felt like adding in there because I didn't know if other people possibly have the same issue where they continue to put the effort in only to feel like they're not making any progress and they get impatient with the progress and they just want it to happen all at once and like I said, with the whole pull-ups thing, like I was so frustrated with myself that I couldn't even do a single pull-up and I eventually just like accepted it and I was like, this is not going to happen in the time span I thought it was going to and I just need to be patient and one day I'll get it as long as I keep like working towards it and I went from doing literally zero to one day hopping up there and doing four. So I think that that's a big thing too, is just being patient. And that kind of goes into also another one I have in here of making it a lifestyle. Um, if you are focusing on just like dieting to lose the weight, then it's going to make you feel a lot less patient with the process because you just are working, like, you just want to lose the weight, and then you're going to go back to eating how you normally do, or, you know, not working out, or whatever, and I think that making it a lifestyle is the easiest way to 
help yourself be patient maybe, but as long as you are like making the changes for the long term and along with that making changes, small changes at a time, um, obviously it's a lot harder if you just completely switch your lifestyle. If you go from working out zero days out of the week to telling yourself, okay, my new lifestyle is I'm going to work out six days a week and that's like who I want to be. I want to be the person that goes to the gym every day except for one day a week. And that's going to be really hard on your body at first and it's going to be really hard mentally. And so it's important if you want to change your lifestyle and if you want to become like make that your lifestyle. Wow, I cannot talk today. Um, If you want to make that your lifestyle, then it's important that you just make small changes at a time, which goes into another one of my topics, which is setting mini goals. I think that a lot of times we think about our end goal and that's all we can think about. And one example, I'm very big on examples apparently today, but one example I can think of is setting your New Year's resolutions. And you say to yourself, okay, this year I want to get in the habit of going to the gym every day or going to the gym every weekday maybe. Um, And then you only focus on doing that every single, like starting the year off going five days a week to the gym and you want to just like flip and go from zero days to five days just like that. I think it's a lot harder mentally on yourself and a lot harder on your body to just flip and make that drastic of a change and I think that's where a lot of people get caught two months in or three months in and they're like I'm just exhausted. I can't do this anymore and it's because they've been fighting that mental battle for those three months of like just completely like shocking their body and shocking themselves on trying to go from one extreme to the next. And so I think it's important if you want to make it a lifestyle, you have to set many goals because eventually it will just like the small goal will just become a part of your normal daily routine. And then you add a little bit more and then a little bit more, like maybe you start going to the gym one day a week or just like going for a walk one day a week. And then you start doing it two days a week. And eventually you start to like keep adding it up. And by, you know, six months in, seven months in, you're going to the gym five, six days a week, or you're doing whatever exercise you enjoy six days a week. And it didn't seem like you made that big of an adjustment and you just kept finding a little bit more time or I want to go as opposed to going to the gym 30 minutes a day. I want to go an hour a day and you slowly just keep finding a little bit more time. Like, okay, this day I have 45 minutes. So I'm going to go 45 minutes today, even though tomorrow I'm still going to go my normal 30 minutes. And you just keep finding little bits of time and a little bit where you can add in a little bit more to help you reach your goal. And it takes what, like 30 days or something to create a new habit. So like just focus on that one small little goal for 30 days and then add one small little goal after that and do that for another 30 days. And that will help you to like, it just becomes a part of your daily routine and your habit. And then you're not like 
focusing on 5 million things and doing so much to make yourself healthier at one time because you're only focusing on the small little goal. But once you've set that habit in that first goal, like their first mini goal, then you don't have to really focus on that as much anymore because it's just part of your life. And so making your journey towards your goal, just your lifestyle, um, helps not only for you to be more patient with it, but it also, it helps keep you feel like you're moving towards your goal. Like each time you set your new mini goal, you feel like you're making progress, which also helps you feel less um, impatient or helps you at least feel like you're, you're at least making progress towards the goal. Um, and then the next topic I have is to focus on your performance. And I think that a lot of us, especially the way that the whole like diet culture and Instagram, like influencers and Instagram models and whatever are these days, we see those people and we see what they're doing and we say, okay, I want to go do that workout because I want to look like her or I want to look better. So I want to go work out or I want to go for a run because I know it's going to help lean me out, you know, and we focus on how we're going to look rather than what we're actually doing. And I think that for myself, the more I focus on working out as a way of like keeping me healthy or working out as a way of helping me look the way I want to look or feel the way I want to feel, the more I become very negative about going to work out and the more I dread it and the more that I don't look forward to it. And so I think that one way to like combat that, especially for myself, who's always been an athlete, who's always um, had like performance goals or had performance um, like standards I've had to meet by focusing on like, like I said, the pull-ups or focusing on lifting more weight or focusing on running faster and having those performance-minded goals in mind, it helps you take away how you like working out to look good or working out to lose weight. It makes you focus more on working out to become a better version of yourself and to become better at whatever you're doing. So like for me, I want to become better at CrossFit. I don't care if it makes me look shredded. Um, That's like not my focus. My focus when I go to CrossFit is becoming better, learning the movements. Um, I've been really working on getting down power clean, which I still do not 100% understand. I don't know what's not clicking in my brain, but I still like do not have the movement 100% refined. And so like, that's a huge performance goal of mine is to like, be able to figure that out and be able to get that down and do it 100% correctly, not 95% correctly. And so by focusing on performance goals it helps you to like feel motivated and it helps you to take away some of the like negativity of like oh I'm not losing weight whatever because you are making progress um regardless and yeah it just makes for me especially it helps me to be a lot more motivated and a lot more like focused and excited about going to work out And then the next 
topic I have is to find healthy foods that you like. So I think that this is a big one and this is one that like a lot of people don't really talk about. When it comes to eating healthy, everyone is different. I may be able to eat ground beef every day, but you may not be able to eat ground beef every day. Number one, it may hurt your stomach. Number two, it may inhibit you to reach your goal. Say your goal is to lose weight. Some people just don't handle, their body doesn't handle the same foods the same way. Um, Like for instance, nuts. Like nuts are a super healthy snack. They are, and a lot of people add that as their snack if they're trying to eat healthy. For me, nuts make my stomach hurt so bad. Like my stomach blows up, blows up like a balloon. I don't, I just can't digest it. I don't know. But that's a healthy snack that I always used to like force myself to eat because I was like, okay, this is supposed to be a healthy snack. This is a good alternative to eating, you know, uh, I don't even know, a granola bar, a processed granola bar. And so I want to eat like a handful of nuts or like pack nuts as my snack. And every single day I would be doubled over in pain. And that's just something that my body does not agree with. And yes, it's healthy and it's probably a great snack for a lot of people, but it just does not work for me. And so finding those foods that work for you, that your body likes and that your gut can digest properly and that help you to reach your goals that's important like just because you see someone else eating you know grilled chicken broccoli and rice every day and they look amazing does not mean that by eating chicken broccoli and rice every day for you is gonna make you look amazing and or even make you feel amazing so I think it's important to like just experiment with food and find the types of food that work best for you that your body digests the best that makes you feel like you have a lot of energy I think that's a lot another thing that a lot of people don't even realize um, and I didn't even realize until I started really focusing on eating foods that made me feel good Um, there are a lot of foods out there even if they don't upset your stomach or even if they you know, don't make you gain weight that make you feel like you have brain fog or make you feel like tired or just not like full of energy. And I think that's another thing is just playing around with food to be able to fuel yourself properly and make yourself actually feel like alert and awake and like you're functioning on all cylinders. And so, um, yeah, when it comes to food, I think that that's so specific to each person and to give like a set of like this is what you should eat isn't necessarily the case because everyone is so different and everyone's gut microbiome is so different and yeah so that's all pretty much I have to say about food um and then also next topic is finding something that you love so finding a kind of exercise that you love because Nobody wants to go do something that they don't like. Like even if you think it's going to help you like make like reach your goal, it's still going to be so much harder for you to motivate yourself and to actually get yourself to the gym if it's not something you like. Like for me, I I learned to appreciate running, but I do not like running. 
I'm not a huge runner and I can do it and I will do it as part of a workout, but I tried over the summer, I tried to train myself for a half marathon and I, by the end of my training, which I didn't even make it through the full training because I didn't enjoy it, um, by the end I was like, oh my gosh, the last thing I want to go do right now is run four miles. Like I do not want to do that. And some people, like I know my cousin Sammy, shout out to you, Sammy. I know you're probably listening to this. She loves running. She's great at running. And so again, this is individual to each person. Like find a kind of exercise that you enjoy. Some people may love lifting weights. Some people may love doing a more high intensity workout. Some people may love running, just running for long distances. Some people may like biking. Some people may like just walking and that's perfectly fine. And I think that all of it has a place in how you're going to reach your goal. And I don't think that one type of exercise is necessarily better than the other. I think the best type of exercise is the type of exercise that you're actually going to do and that you're actually going to be excited to do. Because if you are negative about going to the gym to just lift weights and you think it's boring and it takes you an hour because you're just muddling through the workout, then like that's not worth it and that's not going to help you become the best version of yourself. And so I think it's important to find the types of exercise that you love. And again, this is like with the food, this is like individual, it's specific for each person and it takes time. Like I have gone through so many different types of training since I finished playing soccer and it has taken me time to figure out what I really love and what makes a good workout and a good workout environment for me. And I did things like boxing. I did my own little, like I made my own plan and went to like just a normal gym. I did training for the half marathon. I did so many different things trying to just figure out what worked for me. And I think that I finally have found what works for me, which is CrossFit, just because of the atmosphere and like the community aspect and the team aspect, even though each person's pretty much doing the workout individually, it's like a team and that's something that's important to me. And so I think it's something that's worth like trying things out to figure out what you like. Some people may love yoga. Some people may love like a bar class or like a P90X type class. Some people may love doing workouts at home and that's like perfectly fine. And I think that we shouldn't feel like we have to do one type of workout because that's what's going to be the most effective. Like what's going to be the most effective is what you're able to stick to and what you're able to, like I said, make your lifestyle. And we're more apt to make something a part of our lifestyle if we actually enjoy doing it. So um, the next tip is to make friends or have friends who help keep you accountable. And I think that this is another huge one because even if you've found the type of workout you love, you are motivated to go, you have a goal in mind, you've set many goals, you can do all of these things. There are still gonna be days that you do not wanna go to the gym and that you do not want to do anything. And sometimes I think it's okay to listen to that and to listen to your body and to like 
just take a step back and say, okay, I'm just going to chill today because sometimes we do need that and sometimes our body needs that, but there are other times where you're just being lazy and that happens to me all the time. It happens to my sister Cecilia all the time as well. And I think that when you have someone to go with or when you have someone that you know, like if you show up, they're going to be there. And if you don't show up, they're going to notice that you weren't there. Like those types of people um, help keep you accountable on those days that you're just like don't have the motivation but aren't like sick or like feeling extra tired or anything. You just purely don't want to go. And it also having friends who help keep you accountable will help make it more of like a community and will help you to also feel like you have people going through um, what you're going through and help you reach your goals. Um, so yeah, finding friends who help keep you accountable, finding friends who will um, help you reach your goals and be supportive of you to reach your goals are also really important. And then the last two kind of go together. So the second to last one I put was focusing on loving yourself for each phase of your journey you're in. And I think that this is really important because we are all on our journey through life and not every part of the journey is going to be perfect and we're not perfect and we're not going to always be at the top of our game. And so I think that it's important to just like sit back and be like, you know what? I may not be exactly where I want to be. I may not be doing exactly what I want to do, or I may not look exactly how I want to look, but at the end of the day, I love myself because I am who I am and our personalities are what make us who we are. So yeah, just focusing on our on loving ourselves through every part of our journey is really important because like I said before, all you have is right here and right now and there's no guarantee of the future and there's the past is the past. You can't redo it. And so focusing on loving yourself for where you are right now um, is a huge part. And it also is going to take time. Like it's something I think we're all always working on. You know, we're not perfect, like I said. And so being able to just um, sit back and like reflect on like all the good you do and all the good you have in your heart, that's so important. And it's not something to be overlooked. So that kind of leads me into my last tip or my last like topic, which is that you are unique and find what works for you. And I think that's the overlying theme for all of this that I was talking about is that you're unique. What you do and what is important to you is different from everyone else. You are the only person who is you. Which is a stupid thing to say, but it's true. You're the only one who knows exactly what you like and exactly what is going to work best for you. And so don't try and be like someone else. Don't copy what someone else is doing because that's not what's going to be best for you individually. There may be parts of what someone else is doing or what someone else is eating that's going to work for you. And there may be... um like different things that you can implement into your life, but ultimately you are unique and lean into that and don't be afraid to be yourself. I think that that's something 
that I am always working on. And I think that's another thing, like I was saying, that is just a process and we're always learning to just continue to be ourselves and we're always changing. So that's another thing that like, I am totally different as a person than I was my freshman and sophomore year of college. And so it is okay to be myself and how I am right now and lean into that and um, accept what makes me unique and love what makes me unique and love what makes me different than what I was whenever I was in high school or in elementary school. We're always changing. We're always growing. And so continue to just like push yourself to grow and push yourself to like not not take everything so seriously I think and to take everything that everyone says with a grain of salt because you ultimately need to do what works for you and I think that a lot of people are starting to like figure that out and talk about that about not doing exactly what someone else does or not eating exactly what someone else eats because you are unique and you are your own person and everything is going to be different um, from person to person. And so just focus on what you have and what makes you special and what makes you um, such a good person. And yeah, that is it. That might have been long-winded. I'm not really sure. But just to end everything off, the quote that I chose for today was, you may not always end up where you thought you were going, but you'll always end up where you're meant to be. And yeah, I just thought that was a good quote. Again, thought it was very fitting. I'm going to try and choose quotes that fit in with what I was talking about for the episode. And yeah, that's a good one. And I really like it. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Feel free to share this with your friends. And I will catch back up with you guys next week. One thing I wanted to add that I did not mention before in the trailer is that I'm going to try and upload every Friday. So... Look forward to a new episode every Friday and I'll see you guys next week.